yellow mellow it is halloween oh. i mean <laughs> i have to try yeah, yeah let's try it was more like a treat than a trick you know you're welcome but it's halloween we all have that little fear in the back of the head i don't know about you but i always think underneath all of those masks and all of those costumes there are some real killers underneath it okay i believe there's some true criminals that hide behind those masks and just mix and mingle in those halloween parties and fairs but you know maybe you could just meet me but it is halloween and you are a new influencer you're all excited to stream your halloween parties and what what could happen right you are recording it's people outside on the street but her halloween story might just be a little too real on the scary side also you were just married you found the love of your life i mean can she get any better she's just like you she's easygoing and gosh she hates weddings and all of the shenanigans that go with it the breadzilla oh my gosh you couldn't stand them and when you found out about her you know that second that she was the one and you couldn't care less if you got married in your drawers in front of the goodwill or the homeless shelter and as if things couldn't get better you just get a call on your wedding day that you just inherited a whole mansion from an uncle of yours by the coast mind you and welcome. welcome to another episode of Janine and Chels. I'm Janine and I'm Chels and let's get into the stories all right um you want to get started yeah I okay. will even though I kind of want to hear about um that free house that he got I and mean, for chaperones I'm okay with that <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. All right. Oh. Okay. oh, I spoke too fast. I think you're going to like this one. Hmm. Okay. I lost her last Halloween, and it's by Veristal. It started with a phone call last Halloween. My girlfriend Susan made videos as a side job slash hobby, and she had the idea for Halloween to walk the eight miles from her house to mine, recording the walk and any trick-or-treaters or decorations she saw along the way. While there weren't any real bad neighborhoods between us, I was still a bit worried about her traveling so far alone in the dark. She shook me up by pointing out that kids did it every year without any problem, so she should be just fine without a big strong man to protect her. I still didn't like the idea, but I kept it to myself after that. She was supposed to get to my house by around 9, and when I got the call from Susan at 8, I figured it was her saying she was running behind, and I had some smart comment ready for her, but it went right out of my head when I heard her on the other end of the line. What's wrong? Are you okay? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't... No, I, um, I think I'm being followed. Followed? By who? I don't know. Um, okay, well, where are you? I'm about four miles away. 
I have started taking more turns to keep on streets where there are more people, so it's slowing me down. Do you want me to come get you? No, no, I'm I'm walking fast now, so I'll probably get there by the time you got your car off the back street and got down here and actually found me. There's tons of people out, so you wouldn't be able to move fast. Plus, I need just stay there and I'll explain, okay? Okay. I, um, why do you think someone is following you? A pause, and then... I saw this guy in a costume a couple of miles back. Nothing fancy, just a black ski mask, like a knockoff Jason and a black hoodie and grey pants. No kids or friends, just standing across the street looking a little creepy. Which, I mean, by itself is perfect for Halloween, right? Right, yeah. But he started following you? I, um, I don't know. This all sounds stupid saying it, but I need your help, so I'm going to go ahead. Sure, tell me, what happened? So I saw him across the street, and he was low-key creepy. And all of a sudden, my skin was all pricked up and I felt my heart beating faster. I was really scared, even though he hadn't done anything. I was already recording him by that point, and... Having that feeling made me want to record him more, like for proof or evidence or something, I don't know. But then he started walking across the street toward me. I I panicked and started walking away faster. And I went half a block and then I looked back real quick. He wasn't behind me. I frowned down at my phone. Um, okay, so he's not following you anymore? No, you don't understand. I thought the same at first, but I still had that same feeling, that scary feeling like when he first looked at me. But I thought it was just nerves. I slowed down a little, took some breath, and I even ran back the footage on my camera so I could see him again on the video. And? Her voice started shaking more as she blurted out the next- He wasn't there! Like- you didn't record him like you thought? No, I have the recording from across the street where he was standing. There were these three little girls dressed up like Alvin and the chipmunks or something. And they were super cute, so they stood out. He was like 15 feet from them, and no way he wasn't in the frame. And that was before I started focusing on him. Then what? It's like he's been erased from it. I can't see him on it anymore, even though I know he's there. So, if this is some weird howling prank, it's stop, please stop, I swear to god I'm not joking, and I need you to listen to me before I run out of time. Run out of, Susan, if you think you're in danger, I'm coming and you should call 911. I don't think that'll help, I'll explain. Just let me talk and do what I ask, okay? Fuck, okay, tell me. Okay, so... I knew I had recorded him, and I had the footage he should be in, but he wasn't there anymore. It really freaked me out. I wondered if he had gone invisible somehow, but that was crazy, and I'd seen him through the camera, so how would he not show up on the recording of what I'd seen? 
I almost called you then, but I thought I was overreacting. So instead, I just ducked into a pharmacy for a few minutes. Did you watch to see if he followed you in? I did, yeah. I'd gone down one of the aisle and stood watching for the front of the store. No one went in or out that I saw. And after a couple of minutes, I was starting to think that I'd either lost him or that I was really going crazy. But that's when it happened. I felt my mouth going dry. What happened? The cashier. Some little old man up front. I saw him look up from his newspaper and stare at the front door. He waved his hand and said, No mask in the store, please. Thank you. Then he nodded and looked back down. Jeremy, there was no one there. I could see where he was looking and I couldn't see a person there. I hadn't seen the door open after I came in. I hadn't heard the electronic door chime it made when I came through. Nothing. But he was talking to someone. Could see someone that I couldn't see anymore. Wait, so you're saying this hockey mask guy has somehow gone invisible for you, but not for other people, and now he's stalking you? I... I don't think it's invisible, really. It's like I'm blind to him. That's why I can't see him on the videos either. But I'm hoping that you can. Well, maybe. I mean, I can look when you get here, sure. But are you sure you listen to me? You don't understand. This video recording, I have it set up where it's streaming to my private folder on my live stream platform. I was going to go through and edit in the morning and post it tomorrow, but that doesn't help me now. If I text you the address and log in, can you get on and watch the footage? See if you can see him? I mean, sure I can, but can't we just do it when you get here? No, I can- fuck. I can still feel his eyes on me. I need- to know where he's at and how far away I need to know if he's getting closer and if I run if I'm running away from him or towards him a shiver went down my spine fuck this I'm calling the cops no no it won't matter they won't believe me and they won't find me in time I need you to do this for me please shit um yeah of course yeah tell me what to do I felt my phone buzz as a text came through is this the okay going and logging in now okay great you've seen me post stuff before but just when you get into my account go to private folder and then live stream it should be filled with videos in 15 minutes block at first but then starting 10 minutes ago it's going to be in 30 seconds blocks instead just sort by upload time and get the right order give me a second okay i'm there do I go to the most recent one? Yeah, click it and a player should pop up. I did as she asked and a view of the street filled my screen. I could hear Susan saying, can still feel his eyes on me. And I was about to tell her it was working when the camera panned behind her. Oh God. What is it? What do you see? Do you see him? I did. He was probably 30 feet back, walking directly behind her, just as she described, black hockey mask and hoodie above dark gray work pants. Yeah, he, um, fuck. Yeah, I see him and he's still following you. He's right behind you back a little.
Oh, fuck, 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 You really can't see him? No, fuck me. I can't. I mean, that's footage from like a minute ago or more. But I've been looking back every few seconds since I left the pharmacy. But that's what you need to remember. I changed it to uploading every 30 seconds while we've been talking. Reduced the quality and bit rate some too. Each 30 seconds of footage should take about 15 seconds to upload where you can see it. So I only have about a minute delay between the recording and you telling me what you see. Yeah, okay, I'm clicking the new one that just popped up. You're walking by that pizza place that sucks on this one, right? Sure, I did that a minute or two ago. Still see him? Fuck, yes, he's still back there. I think he's walking faster, but he's still back the same amount. It's because I'm walking faster, trying not to run because I don't know if he can run me down and I don't know if anyone can help me if he does. What do you mean? If he gets any closer, you should start screaming and scare him off until I can get there. Jeremy, think about it. If he can make me not see him, what else can he do? Who's to say he can't make himself invisible to everybody around us? Maybe me too. I don't know what he is or what he can do, but now that I know you've seen him and it's all real, I have to be smart about it. If I can get to you and we lock the door, maybe he can follow and he'll give up. Yeah, I can see with you. New one, looking now. Okay, I tried to spend more time pointed backwards this time, so you need to speed up. He's closer now. A lot closer. I think... You, I think you need to run. Jeremy, are you sure? If I run, he'll know I know and he may run. Please, to run. No reply then. Just a jostle and rustle of her arms and clothes moving as she broke into a run. Her breath growing louder and more strained over the tiny mic in her earbuds. She had probably three miles left to go, but she was in good shape and fast. She could do it, and I'd keep watching to help her. The next video popped, and I watched as the man grew even closer before the camera began to twist and jostle as Sue began running away from him. Even though she was probably scared out of her mind, she remembered to keep turning the camera this way and that, though mainly she held it pointed backwards now. I called out, I called out that he was still behind her, walking fast but not running. At least not yet. Oh, oh, okay, keep, keep watching. The next one, she did another pen, but it was too jerky and the light was worse on that stretch of street. I caught a glimpse of him further back, but that was all. Honey, I know it's hard, but try to keep it back and steady. I can't see him much in that last one. Okay, we'll... The next one started being smoother halfway through, and I had a happy moment where I thought he was gone for good. But the streets was thinning out as it grew later, and I could still distantly see the area I glimpsed in the last video. He wasn't there either, so either he'd given up, or... I tried to keep the terror out of my voice as I called to her. Sue, try to look around. I don't think he's behind you anymore, but just make sure... I heard a soft thud and a grunt from the other end of the line. Sue, what's happening? I, I, I'm okay. I just hit something. It's dark down here and what did you say? Hands started shaking. I started heading out to the street to get to my car.
I just look around with your camera, sweetie. I've got the videos pulled up on my phone now. I'm coming to get you. No, I don't want him to see you. Just stay and I'll come there and you can buzz me in. I, oh God, I can feel him looking at me. Sue, just run. I'm afraid. I think he's here with me. I'm coming. Just run. Jumping into my car, I cranked it as I hit the button to play the next video file. The first few seconds were her still running with the camera pointed back and then hitting something and falling to the sidewalk. Sue, are you there? It was the last seven seconds that she lifted the phone to look in front of her. It was there, towering over her, draining all the light from the world. I screamed her name again, but I got no reply. I never found her. Neither did her family or the cops. I gave them a copy of the videos, of course, but they didn't believe my statement, and the videos themselves weren't much to go on. I think they gave up on it within the first month, but I've held out hope and kept working to find her. Most of that has just... Most of that has been just rehashing that night, replaying the memories in my mind and watching all the footage she took both before and after he noticed her. I've always known it was real. Some people, even her own brother, suggested that maybe she just bailed on her life like people sometimes do. Or this is some harebrained scheme to get internet popularity. Except none of the videos are on the internet. And it seems most people have just accepted that she's gone. Like it's easier to have her taken from the world than accept there's something like the thing that got her in it. But I've always known. First, Sue wasn't a liar. Least of all, to me. And I heard how she sounded, both on the videos, but on our call too. She was terrified. And despite trying to help, I failed her. That's why I keep forcing myself to hope. And every week I take the time to go through the videos again, wishing that I'll finally see something different. Last night, I finally did. I should have known it was coming. Of course. I'd felt my skin prickle two days ago. And there's been an electric buzz in the back of my head ever since. Sometimes it's stronger or weaker, but it's never left since it started. But it wasn't until I sat down after work yesterday to go back through the videos, my Sunday ritual, that I saw the change. The thing that took my girl from me last Halloween, I can't see him anymore. And that's the end of the story. Okay, so my thing is, right, why do people want to complicate life? When you were reading uh... it and she was in the store... Mm. Why didn't she just stay in the store mm. and wait for the bobo? Wait for the mm-hmm. bobo from there. Mm-hmm. Call the police from there. Mm-hmm. Whatever you need to do from there. Mm-hmm. At least if it happens, you have witnesses. Mm-hmm. Or at least build up obstacles enough that will give a reason as to why she couldn't just stay in that store and wait when she was obligated to actually walk out and try to make it on her own. Why? And, mm-hmm. Not only that, she said that there are people around her supposedly, right? You can get mm-hmm. abducted in public very easily, so I understand maybe you're not feeling safe there. But exactly to your point, why couldn't you? Why did she feel the need to go back out of that store? 
if you know you cannot see him anymore instead of staying mm-hmm. inside you decide to just or you know the only thing that may is i wonder if the guy because the story did not explain clearly if the guy took his mask out or to come in the mask the mask person if they took their their the, the hockey mask to come into the store and she couldn't hear like the chimes in because then that means there is more than just visibility that means he can also control sounds like he cannot she cannot hear any sound that he makes or I stuff mean, she can i think she can't hear or see him but the mm-hmm. thing is he had to have walked in because the old man said no mask in the store exactly so just I, I maybe she felt like she didn't want to stay in that store but i i would have done what you said i would have found like a group of parents i would have been like oh man you see him right please tell me where he is he's been following me can you call the police can you help me and i will hug that old Why? man Tight. exactly why did she not want him to call the police and also what kind of parents do, do does she think leave their kids to walk eight miles alone on halloween night eight miles mm-hmm. in the then dark I, alone I that's not like, smart why would you even want to do that on purpose as like, a woman eight, that is not smart that's a lot of miles it is that's a lot of miles it, it, and no kids it, it, anyways it, it was a good story still but i'm it just was. saying I you just know got annoyed. i'm just saying <laughs> like try to escape the hollywood the, the the halloween and the horror movie scenario as much as you can like don't be a classic you know yeah if you're going to yeah. go out at night go out in pairs not because you should have to but because this word's fucked up now look at you you're mm-hmm. probably in some parallel universe trying to survive on your own mm. Out here in between worlds, you know. Oh, that's probably you in purgatory or something. See, see, are the likes worth it? Probably. Mm. And <laughs> no, because she ain't even get no likes from it. You never even posted it, so no. It's just night. Well, and um, the story that I have for you about white pine. Okay, Mm-mm. so. It was from the No Sleeps of Reddit and it was okay. posted by you slash the General G. And the title is, I inherited a house people think is haunted. I. The drive to the New England coast was like most road trips, exhausting but fascinating. An endless sea of fast food restaurants, hotels of varying quality, and roadside tourist traps. But the best part of it was taking it with Jade my longtime girlfriend and new wife. Our ceremony was about as low-key as you can get as we dressed up slightly and got married at a courthouse with just a few family members and close friends in attendance. Afterwards, we ate dinner at a cheesecake factory. Naturally, we indulged in celebratory cheesecake in lieu of the wedding cake. And I don't mean we each got a slice to go, no. We bought an entire cheesecake, took it home, and ate a piece every night while watching TV. There was no destination wedding, no massive banquet hall, no DJ, no awkward best man or maid of honor speeches, no day-long photo shoot session with bridesmaids and groom men, no dress, no tux rental, no bridal registry, and no stress. My favorite part? The fact that she was the one 
who suggested it. I hate all that Brazilian nonsense. Jade said every time she had to be in a friend's wedding. Believe me, I'm happy for her, but a wedding is a wedding, no matter what the price tag is. But the last straw happened in the lead up to her friend Taylor's wedding. After some fitting, she came home and was irritated. I've officially had it with anyone planning a wedding. No matter what, someone turns into a wannabe general acting like they're planning an invasion. Roosevelt and Churchill probably argue less about D-Day than Taylor, the groom and her parents arguing over seating arrangements, and the clothes argument. I swear, renting an overpriced dress is worse than renting bowling shoes. At least with bowling shoes, they're reasonably priced. You're almost guaranteed to have fun while wearing them, and the trouble you can get while wearing them is limited. I shudder to think about what certain tucks and dresses go through at wedding or other formal occasions. I laughed. That was the moment I knew she was the right one for me. I always told myself that if I was ever gonna get married, I would do it once and do it right. Quite frankly, I would be happy with getting married in sweatpants and eating Chinese takeout as long as it was with the right person. So when we got engaged and someone asked her if we were busy planning, the answer was always a gleeful nope. The reaction never felt to elicit an amusing reaction. To be honest, I think most people never thought we'd actually follow through with our plans. I can't tell you how many people looked at me with pure envy. Because of the lack of wedding ceremony, we saved a ton of money and decided to put it towards something the two of us would enjoy. But the next question we had to ask ourselves was, what does a couple who has an unconventional wedding do for a honeymoon? Eventually, Jade and I planned a road trip where we toured across the country and explored creepy destinations. Although for the first few days, we did yield to traditions, riding just married on the back of our SUV in red dry erase marker. They earned us plenty of honks and waves along the way. As soon as we got on the highway and started playing some classic rock, I had never felt so alive before. The two of us barreling down the open road together towards the future, that's what marriage really is about. But about halfway through the trip, we got a call from a lawyer representing the estate of my uncle Carlton, a rich eccentric. He had lived as a hermit for about tw- for almost 20 years before he died, and for some reason, I had been left ownership of White Pine, his home on the ocean. We were both surprised, but considering people leave stuff to their pets these days, it wasn't the craziest thing ever. But that meant I did have to sign some papers to formalize the process, so we made plans to meet with the lawyer and see the house on the return journey home. As the news began to sink in, so did the excitement. I couldn't believe my luck. Possibilities began to race through my head. Should I sell the land and make a fortune of it? Or keep it and live in some mansion with my new wife for a while? It was like the whole world had changed in a blink of an eye. The fact that a single announcement can turn everything upside down, for good or bad, is uncanny. As we arrived to see the house, I couldn't remember the last time I had been this excited. The posh neighborhood only added to the surrealness of it all. 
But when we arrived, I wasn't sure what to think. Instead of some grand country estate, White Pine looked like the kind of place local kids told stories about. The kind that usually ended with them daring each other to get close or go inside. The house was the same kind of white frame, dark shutter beach house as the rest of the area. But it needed a new paint job and the lawn was in disarray. Not like the rest of the impeccably cut lawn with perfect hedges and catalog worthy flowers garden I had seen for miles. Jade and I didn't say anything to each other at first. We just sat there, staring straight ahead at the house and the property before I parked in front of the three-car garage and stepped out into the humid afternoon air. As I did, I heard the shrill drone of a mosquito as it flew past my ear. The realtor and probate attorney were already outside waiting for us. The realtor was a slender blonde woman in a white pantsuit with her well-practiced smile. She was the kind of woman who was probably voted homecoming queen in high school. The lawyer with his closely cropped silver hair wore a navy blue business suit and a polite but official expression. Spencer? The realtor reached out first. Yes, Cindy Hunton. Pleased to meet you. She shook my hand and the appropriate attorney stepped forward. And I'm Edward Westfield, attorney at law. Westfield firmly shook my hand before he took some papers out of his briefcase and went over them before I signed. I liked his demeanor, business-like, thorough, but succinct. No doubt he'd gotten plenty of practice at this over the years. Now, now that the house is officially yours, he concluded by putting the papers back into his suitcase, Cindy will take you two on a tour so you can decide what to do with it. She did just that, and I was happy to feel quite at home at White Pine. I was also pleasantly surprised to see that the house interior was in far better shape than the exterior. The house was a little dated, but it worked with the place's nautical team decor. But during the last few minutes of the tour, Cindy slipped in a small detail as we were walking back out the front door towards Westfield. The property has quite a long history, as do most houses in the area. It used to belong to a prominent local sea captain in the late 1800s. Some locals even love to claim the place is haunted. Wait, haunted? I blurred that. Yes, you know how people can be about that. Any historical home is haunted anymore. If you want to know my professional opinion, Cindy's voice dropped to a whisper. I think most people love to say the house is haunted because it draws in potential buyers. It's not like in the old days where an infamous house was a non-seller. These days, people snap them up in the heartbeat. You got that right, Jade nodded along. But that's all we have for you. Westfield clapped, his hands together in a final gesture as we returned to where he was standing. If there's anything else you need from me, here's my card. While he produced one from his jacket pocket, Cindy fished one out of her purse, and they both handed them to me in turn. My best wishes to you both, he politely nodded to us and walked to his silver Lexus. Good luck to you too, no matter what you decide, and have a safe trip home. Cindy eagerly shook my hand farewell and gave Jade a quick hug before she too turned and walked to her car, a white BMW. 
With that, Jade and I were left alone with the sounds of crickets, seagulls, and the gentle rocking of waves. Well, what do you think? Do you like it? I do, she nodded. A lot. In spite of its age? No, because of it, she smiled. What other people call baggage or history, I call character. I'm sick of all those cookie-cutter suburban McMansion. I can't stop seeing everywhere. They're so generic and boring. Does this place have its problems? Sure. But it's honest about it. Besides, look at this place, Spencer. The view alone is priceless. I couldn't argue with that. With the white picket fence, stunning views of the deep blue sea, the waves gently lapping on the beach in the backyard, and the cozy nautical theme of the house, it surely was priceless. In an instant, I imagined clam bakes out of the back deck and sipping iced tea on the screen in front porch on the 4th of July weekend while the sound of fireworks boom over the water. The possibilities were endless, and the feeling was intoxicating. We spent some basic money having the essentials renovated, renovated, but I felt no need to splurge on fancy furnitures or anything. The process was so much fun for the both of us. Countless afternoons exploring the new house and finding all the little nooks and idiosyncrasies that make each house unique. I didn't feel like the place was haunted at all, but I did feel on a few occasions that I wasn't alone when it turned out no one was there. But I chucked it out to the whole new house thing and the place was very old and they always feel lived in. Like Jake said herself, new mass-produced houses are empty in a lot of ways. One night, about a month ago, I officially signed the papers. We had some guests over when Jade's family came down in lieu of a housewarming party. Jade was whipping up some potato salads with her brother, and I was warming up the grill in the back with Pete, her dad. When we suddenly heard screaming in the house, the two of us sprinted inside and found ourselves in the sitting room where Erin, Jade's 24-year-old niece, was screaming incoherently. We all just stood there while Lily, Jade's mother, tried to calm her down. After she babbled on for about a minute, Erin finally managed to explain what happened. I was, I was watching The Real Housewives on my iPad when something made it go across the room and crash it against the wall. It was like someone ripped it out of my hands. I had no idea if that was what really happened, but it was clear Erin was seriously freaked out about something. While Jade and her mom tried to get her... To take a breath, Peter and I slowly left the room, unsure of what to do with ourselves. As we walked out back doors, I heard Pete mother to me. Thank God we didn't have to listen to that absurd show anymore. If I had to hear one more second of that nonsense, I would have thrown it at the wall myself. I don't blame you, Pete. Now, how about we fired up that grill? He nodded approvingly. Good man. The rest of the cookout passed without incident, but Erin was quiet for the rest of the evening. Nothing remotely like that happened again until three weeks later when my brother Nate and his girlfriend Alisa came to spend the night at the house. We had a great dinner at a local bistro and we came home after midnight. Jed and I headed to the bed soon after. Jed and I headed to bed soon after and I was almost asleep when we heard some crazed voices coming from the guest room. 
raised voices quickly turned into full-pledged yelling and a loud crash that was followed by the sound of Alyssa screaming. I bolted out of bed and ran out of our bedroom and frantically knocked on the guest room. Nate and Alyssa bolted out of the room and ran into the hallway, nearly colliding with me as they did. We were just watching one of those ridiculous dating shows to doze off to when, the t- when we heard the TV switch off. I, I thought it was just a fluke, so I switched it back on. But the minute I laid back down, it switched off again. So then I yelled at the TV, switched it back on, and sat there. But instead of switching off again, one of those massive bookends flew across the room, slammed into the TV, and shattered it. I swear, Alisa spoke up. I saw the shape of a person take it off the shelf and hurl it towards the screen. A big silhouette. I stood there, stunned into silence. I hope you I hope you won't be offended if you we spend the night at the hotel, Nate said. Nate's expression was practically begging me to say no, which I did. Then he and Alyssa wasted no time at all in grabbing the stuff and leaving the house as quickly as possible. I've never seen them move so fast in my life. Once they left, Jade and I were alone and speechless, but eventually we went back to bed. Do you believe that really happened she turned to face me once we were both settled back under the covers honestly i have no reason to doubt it did but on the other hand it's weird weird is right do you remember what they said about this house supposedly being hunted yeah and i've been thinking about what happened with your niece but we've been in the house for a while and nothing like that happened since We've turned on the TV a thousand times and never had anything odd happen. I know. Oh, well, I guess I can't exactly blame someone for not wanting to watch one of those terrible reality dating shows. Although I use the term reality loosely. <laughs> you got that right. Good night. Good night. Nothing else odd happened that night and we both slept fine. A few days later, it was raining out. So the two of us were having a quiet movie night at home after I attempted to start a fire in the massive stone fireplace. I flipped through the massive channels in search of something to watch and I noticed that 50 shades of gray was on. Mm, yeah, okay. And I noticed that 50 shades of gray was on. I dare you to leave that on. I looked up and saw Jade smirking at me. Why? I know people who went to see it in the movie theater and left after half an hour. People who've never walked out of a movie in their life. Half an hour? That's pretty impressive. I know. Let's see if we can outlast them. I put the remote down, settled down on the sofa, and watched as the movie started. This movie is so bad, Jake shook her head when we were barely five minutes in. It's stunning, really. I can't even imagine how they filmed this with a straight face. And these are the best takes. Imagine what didn't make it into the movie. I know, but that happens with a lot of movies. Yeah, but this is next level. But before I could say another word, the screen abruptly switched off. Jade looked at me, and I shrugged at her. I reached down to grab the remote, but she suddenly grabbed my arm. Wait a minute. I've noticed a pattern. Then she looked around expectantly at the sitting room. 
Do you have any recommendation? After only a few seconds, the TV switched back on and the channels began to flip past until stopped abruptly on another movie. My jaw hit the floor when I saw the movie was The Exorcist. I was too stunned to talk. But Jade was laughing and couldn't stop. I thought he had a sense of humor. <laughs> This is a masterpiece. But do you really want us to watch The Exorcist? She eventually managed to ask. There was no answer. But after a few moments, the channel changed. And another movie came on the screen. It took me a moment to recognize it, but there was no mistake in Gloria Swanson in Sunset Boulevard. Good choice. Thanks for letting us know it's on. She relaxed against the couch and looked at me nonchalantly. I shrugged and did the same. It's good to have another person with good taste in movies and TV in the house, I said. You're welcome to voice your opinion if someone tries to make us watch something awful again. But please, try not to destroy the TV if you can avoid it. We're both waiting for some sign of a reaction, which didn't come. But just as I was about to focus back on the movie, my sad attempt at a fire, which had been smoldering weakly in the fireplace, suddenly sprung to life and crackled merrily in the crate. And that's the end of the story. I loved that story. You, you know, were right. Good. I love it. It was so good. That it was really a chillest story. It was like, you know, like a no sleep story, but it wasn't scary, but it was fun at the same time. But it was just Creepy a little too. bit like, it was like a thriller. It was like a thriller. Uh-huh. Yeah, like the a good thriller. The ending was nice and sweet, but like I got scared a little bit in there. Like I was right there with Nate and Elisa. I was like, I'm I'm GTFOing here. Like, excuse me, you have an extra guest <laughs> that I did not sign up for. Okay. No, Nate. The dad old out of there <laughs> so quick like what i could i could imagine his facial expression and i even gave him a face and everything i couldn't mm -hmm. imagine them getting out of there like literally sweaty like, suitcases or like gym bags that they brought like open not zipped like clothes uh -huh. just hanging out of them like mm -hmm. dragging yeah. on the floor yeah and i'm just like healing out in the car <laughs> We like you. We really like you. We love you, Eva, but we can't stay here. But not enough. We, no. My sanity won't allow me. No, but today. I feel like having a haunted house matches this couple's vibe so well because of how chill the wedding was. I know. And the fact that they actually were not even freaked out about it. They were right. shocked. Is all right. that I got from the whole thing. He was just shocked. Like, jaw dropped. Okay. Shocked. What? speechless yes but scared What? never <laughs> <laughs> and we, and this is how scared? i aspire never. to be in life yeah they were so chill and the fact that the, the wife was laughing and she's like hold on do you have any recommendation and then he the exorcist I love that too. Like, well, you know, I like so funny. She's oh. like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were invited to the cookout. Welcome, welcome to the family, ghost. The fact that they were chill and they just embraced it, like yeah. the fire pit is taken care of. You can just kick back and relax. You know, enjoy the movie. Exactly. 
get that ghost a Ouija board so he can make comments in the movie. You know what? He can participate in the game nights. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna try to get him on my side. You know, I'll be like, you know, at night I'll be like, you know, let me go. I'm just, I'm gonna. Do you need anything from the kitchen? I'm gonna like, oh, glass, glass of milk. I will be right back, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, thanks. 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 Yeah, Yeah, I think one of us needs to be intern. I don't think it's me, but you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that that was really cool. And if it if it's their vibe, it was a good story, all in all. I really yeah. liked it. I enjoyed it. Too. Yeah, I want to keep an eye out for the the author so I can nice. check more of his stories and stuff. Yeah. Good. I, I like that because my story frustrated me a little bit because I was like screaming. I guess it was really good. It was good in the, it's a typical horror story where you're screaming at the protagonist like, no, don't do this. Don't do that. So um, yeah, this just pleased my soul entirely. Yeah. It's, it was more like a horror movie. Yeah. Like you're like, you're making all the wrong decisions. Like on purpose. On purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like on purpose but all right thank you guys for listening and tuning in let us know what you thought of yeah. the story like isn't this one of the best ones but like yeah again thank you for listening like share thank subscribe you. leave us a comment and send a post. and till next time bye, bye. bye.